Congratulations, Pastor and Mrs. Morgan. We are glad you're here. God bless you. You are uh, mature people with, uh, I chose the word carefully, with much life experience, but we think, nonetheless, you would do well to have a few words of advice on how to have successful communication in marriage. And because we're too cowardly to give it to you, we're doing it in the form of a video. This is for you, Pastor and Kathy. Take a look at this, please. Marriage is a special bond that two people share for life. It is a relationship that brings joy to husbands and wives everywhere, but it must be maintained with good communication. Communication is the most important part of any relationship, but that is especially true for marriage. You must be open and honest with your spouse so that nothing is festering inside you and there is no secret resentment for one another. So every day, you should take time to tell your spouse all the things you think they need to hear under your breath. Don't hold back the truth no matter how painful it is. Really let them have it quietly under your breath. They certainly won't be able to hear you, but at least you said something. If your spouse happens to hear you muttering and asks what you said, feel free to tell them nothing, dear, because you did say nothing, but you whispered everything. That's the kind of communication a happy marriage is built on. These have been Deep Thoughts from a Shallow Christian. So Saturday was the wedding, and a photographer was there and captured some beautiful pictures, and we have uh, some of those for you to enjoy now to a really cool song. Um, and uh, so we'll enjoy this together. Let's watch the screen. Here we go.
Well, everyone could be seated except Brother John and Miss Kathy. <laughs> Would you join me on the platform, please? We enjoyed the pictures so much. Uh, we regretted not being able to be there when the event took place. I think we were busy, the Astros were playing or something like that. <laughs> if you two would please stand here, Miss Kathy, on this side if you don't mind. And Brother John, you can face each other and our wonderful church family. Uh, we're happy about your marriage. We think it's a holy thing, as all marriages are, holy matrimony, God's idea. We couldn't have come up with this. He did. In fact, he opened scripture with a marriage in Genesis, and then the very Son of God who we love, him having first loved us, began his public ministry with a marvelous miracle. It was at a wedding in Cana, and the scripture says he glorified himself there. It was the first of his 35 recorded miracles. He brought glory to himself through that miracle at a wedding. It could have been in any setting. It could have been at the Astrodome or who knows where, but it was at a wedding because marriage is so very, very important to him, and I know it's important to you, and your marriage is very important to us. I think one of the reasons why God places such emphasis on marriage is that it's meant in a mysterious, kind of incomprehensible way, it's meant to communicate somehow Christ's weddedness to us and his willingness to be in an eternal, unending, sacrificial relationship with us. That's why marriage is so important to him and to you. Because your marriage is so important to you and since it's already been four days. <laughs> We think it's due time for you to renew your vows. <clears throat> so, my beloved pastor, looking to your wonderful wife, would you please repeat after me? I, John. I, John. Receive you, Kathy. Receive you, Kathy. As a gift from God. As a what? Gift from God. As a gift from God. <laughs> I gladly receive you. I gladly receive you. To be my wife. To be my wife. And partner in life. And partner in life. To have and to care for. To have and to care for. And to share all of life together. And share all of life together. In the love and will of God. In the love and the will of God. Thank you, Pastor. And now, Miss Kathy. If you looking to Brother John would repeat after me, please. I, Kathy. I, Kathy. Receive you, John. Receive you, John. As a gift from God. As a gift from God. I gladly receive you. I gladly receive you. To be my husband. To be my husband. And partner in life. And partner in life. To have and to care for. To have and to care for. And to share all of life together. And to share all of life together. In the love in the love and will of God and will of God thank you so much and now brother John if you feel so inclined and Miss Kathy you would permit you may now kiss your bride <laughs> brother John Miss Kathy I have in my hand here a glass it's kind of a Jewish custom, but you don't have to be Jewish to get in on it. It's called the shattering of the glass. It's a wonderful ingredient in weddings. In fact, I'd like for you all to stand as we participate in this event. Thank you for so doing. 
Brother John, in a second, I'm going to put this under the heel of your right foot. We'll count to three, and then you'll just go down on it, shatter it, and we will all say congratulations. What's the significance of it? Well, it depends on what rabbi you ask, but since I'm the only one here today, <laughs> I'll just tell you what I think it represents. I think it means uh, from October 13th on, this relationship amongst all other human relationships you may have, takes priority. It takes priority over family relationships and even church family relations. They're important, but this is the most important. So when you shatter this glass, Brother John, the two of you are saying, I shatter the primacy of all other human relationships next to our relationship with Almighty God. This is the most important. If you agree to that, Brother John, I'd like to ask you to just raise your right, your right foot. It has to be that way according to... Book of Leviticus. And <laughs> so on three, Brother John, in theory, will succeed in shattering this, and we will say congratulations. One, two, three. Congratulations. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I lost my microphone. That looks a little odd. Oh, thank you, Bill. For getting in my tail. I appreciate it. Listen, I want to invite you while you're still standing to allow staff and spouses who may be with them to make your way up here. Please join us on the platform. All staff, only staff and spouses, if you don't mind, we're going to pray for this wonderful couple. Soon we'll surround them. But as you're making your way, I want to mention to you the significance of uh, what we're standing under. Actually, folks, can you go back here? back here. Um, uh, this is called a chuppah, chuppah. And uh, saying that clears your throat, it's a good exercise. And it's a wonderful symbol of a new household. Uh, at this particular juncture, we've been, if you will, invited under the roof of this wonderful couple. We're allowed to tonight, but we must respect from this day forward the autonomy and the integrity of the establishment of this new home, this new household. We must pray for it, support it, and in no wise interfere with it. I don't think you mind us being under your roof now because we want to pray for you. So Miss Kathy and Brother John, could you please kneel here and allow us to surround you and staff and others Please uh, lay your hands on this couple, if you don't mind, and Brother Chuck is going to lead us in prayer. Lord Jesus, we are filled with gratitude to you. We are reminded in your word how we are to rejoice with those who rejoice and to weep with those who weep. And we acknowledge that both John and Kathy endured a two-year season of weeping, how they've endured the separation, the pain of losing a mate, and their congregations and their family and their loved ones, and their friends, they've, they've wept with them. And in the providence of your goodness, Father, you've brought the two of them together. And oh God, how we rejoice seeing what God hath joined together, what man cannot put asunder. How we rejoice, Father, seeing two become one. How we look forward with anticipation and expectation to see uh, them minister together. 
We know our pastor's giftedness and how we love to see it in operation. And we look forward to seeing Kathy stand by his side and use her giftedness to be a blessing at Sagemont. Father, you're good. Every good gift comes from above and you have brought these two together and oh, how we rejoice. We acknowledge your goodness and your grace and your love and your mercy and your passion for our welfare and we acknowledge the abundant life that you give us. We look forward to the abundant eternal life, but oh God, how you are so good to us in the right here and now. And so Father, we thank you and we bless you and we, we look forward with great anticipation the days of ministry together and we are so happy for John and Kathy. Our heart just is overjoyed. Bless them, Father. Use them to continue to, to bring many to you knowing that if you be lifted up, you draw all men unto yourself and we pray that their life together would lift up the name of Jesus, the name above every name and everyone said amen, amen and amen. amen. Thank you, brother. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Chuck. Thank you, folks. Please take your seats. Now, if you don't mind, staff and spouses, please take your seats. Thank you, everybody. And uh, wonderful couple, could you step here just a little bit? Thank you so much. Um, we don't have uh, anything sufficient to express our deep appreciation to you, Pastor for shepherding us with such love and faithfulness over these years. Miss Kathy, those of us who've gotten to know you love you. You're easy to love. and We don't have material things sufficient to express all that, but we do have a few material things. And the first lady to present something to you is wonderful Beverly, who has served our pastor with such faithfulness uh, for many, many decades. I think it's fair to say that our a pastor's fruitful ministry is due in large part to the support of this wonderful lady. So, Beverly, it's yours. Thank you. Brother John and Kathy, we just want you to know how much we love you and that we pray God's richest blessings on you in all the days to come. And Kathy, I hope you feel the warm welcome that we have, from that Sagemont has for you. We love you. And we also want to give you a big Texas welcome. We're in Texas, right? Woo! So, now because you're such a special lady, we have some very special flowers for you to take home. Now, not these big flowers, but uh, you know the state flower of Texas is the blue bonnet. I have to tell you, they're not in season right now. Even if they were, I think it's against the law to pick them. I don't know. But the next most famous flower of Texas is, according to a song, the Yellow Rose of Texas. And we have over here, I don't know if you can see it on a table over here, there's a beautiful arrangement of yellow roses which we would like for you to take home and enjoy. Kathy, I want you to know that we love you and we're going to support you in your new role here. Sagemont welcomes you. And now Miss Kay Bass has got some other welcome to Texas gifts for you. Kathy, we wanted to just, um, as Stuart, uh, well, Beverly said, uh, 
give you a really big Texas welcome with this basket. So everything in this basket was either made in Texas, originated in Texas, or just uh, reminds you of Texas. So um, I think a few weeks ago, you told me you like to cook. So we have some things for your kitchen. We have an apron, a Texas cookbook. Um, we also have um, uh, a Texas cutting board. And we also have some food items as well. Things that just, you know, we, we remind you of Texas, like salsa and chips, barbecue sauce, jalapeno peppers. So, no shrimp. <laughs> We also have, um, we don't want to leave Brother John out, so we also have for him right here a bottle of water burger ketchup. <laughs> and on the front of this bottle is a gift card for you because we know how much you love those senior deals that you get at Waterburger. <laughs> so you'll be able to buy a lot of them with this gift card. We also wanted to give you some personal things, Kathy. And so we have this shirt for you right here, Honorary Texan. There's a really nice scarf here. And then we have a necklace for you right here. This is for you, and it is in the shape of Texas and has a heart in the middle of it. And we um, just hope that when you wear it, you know, we will remember how much that we at Sagemont love you and how blessed we are that you're here with us. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, Kay. God bless you. Thank you, ladies. Uh, Brother John and Miss Kathy, it would mean a lot to us if you would take some time and share a little bit of what's on your heart with us. And if you're willing to now, Brother John, I'd like to pass this to you. Well, thank you, Brother Stewart. At our contemporary service the other day, as appreciation, I got some fried shrimp in a box, frozen. And I prayed, Lord, what will I do with these? Now I know, and I look forward to those fried shrimp, and we will have them together. Amen, amen. Let me just try, if I can, to express from the depths of my heart, and as much as I've learned about Kathy's heart, I think from the depths of her heart, that we are extremely blessed tonight to be back home and to be with you. Uh, we have learned a lot about life in the last few years, especially the last two years. We have learned that God never leaves us and he never forsakes us. And we've learned that the scripture is very clear when it says, my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And everyone that's ever experienced death of a mate knows what the scripture teaches very clearly. It's not good for us to have to live alone. I think that's male and female, that God just has a way of completing us in marriage, and it's God's first earthly institution. And what we've both discovered, because we have together uh, 106 years of marriage. So we haven't begun a book yet, but 
We're so blessed to have Lisa Whittle with us, uh, one of Kathy's beautiful daughters, uh, one of her beautiful children, and her daughter, who um, uh, I have quoted her in years gone by from the books that she has written, but a wonderful, precious lady. But God just has a way of his scripture becoming real the longer you live. That he's too good to commit a wrong, he's too wise to make a mistake. He says that I will supply your every need according to my riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And when these kind of events come and with Cole going to be with the Lord today, it's a time for us to just remember that God is in our midst in Sagemont Church. God has a way to ministering to all. And as I look out and see many of you nodding your head, you've been there and you know what it's like to have a Christian family. And it just happens that my Christian family has been Sage My Church, and Kathy's has been literally all over the United States as God has taken her down a journey with Jim, her husband, for more than a half of a century. And he and I knew each other well because we loved to hunt, we loved big white tailed deer, we loved to have fun together, we loved to talk together about the things of God and to share thoughts with each other in preaching the Word of God. And so for God to put us together, both of us believe without a doubt that God is in it or we would not be celebrating tonight. We believe with all of our heart that God is not through with either one of us as individuals or as one. And I know that when the time came for our mate to go home, that thought came, maybe this is time to just say, Let's finish well. But that's not, that was not God's plan. And God has made it very clear to us. And we are so blessed. I want to thank you, Sagemont family, for your prayers. I want to thank you for literally hundreds of you that I've counseled with. Because some of you have been down this road ahead of us. And your counsel has been wonderful. Your counsel has been biblical. And your counsel has blessed us as one as when we were two individuals, and will continue to bless us as we have become one. So thank you, Sagemont Church. God bless you. I love you. And I want Kathy to take a moment to share what God has laid on her heart. And the longer you serve him, the sweeter he grows. Kathy? This is Kathy Morgan. My whole life has been a life of love and grace, and the love is Jesus. And I am so absolutely amazed at this whole event, and I praise him for it. <clears throat> I grew up in a family, God's grace, he, he placed me in a family where if the, the faith and the exemplary life of my parents could have made me right with God, I would have been in the kingdom automatically. They loved Jesus, they loved the church, and they loved every pastor we ever had. And as a result, all four of us kids went into some kind of ministry uh, as a result of their influence. But I realized one day that, that their faith could not make me right with God. So as a little child, I was in the car with my parents, my head in my mother's lap, my feet in my father's lap. They didn't have, we didn't have to wear seatbelts in those days. 
And God spoke to me and gave me the greatest gift of love and grace that, that he has given. Uh, nothing compares to that. He saved me that night, gave me his salvation, his spirit, and I am forever grateful. He is my Lord, my Savior, my guide, my friend, my hope, my help, my life. And without him, I am absolutely nothing. <clears throat> but then soon after, he gave me salvation. He called me another gift of love and grace. He called me to one day become a minister's wife, to minister to a minister. I was a little child, but I knew that was the call. And then, by his love and grace, he provided the minister years later. And uh, he, he, he provided a young man, a rebellious, confused young man who had been marvelously saved, called into the ministry, and we married, and uh, we lived and, and traveled across the country for 51 years in in eight states, 11 churches, met many wonderful people during that time. And we went through, uh, experienced high mountaintops, deep, deep valleys, uh, violent storms, and beautiful rainbows. But God was there through all that time. And we had the support of our wonderful families, and I think some of them are here tonight. And I am so grateful to you, Reimer family, every one of you, and Whittle, my daughter, for what God has done in my life and the support of these great people. Soon after my husband died, and actually before, I began to feel a strong stirring in my heart. And it was very much like that call that I had felt as a little child. And I knew he was calling me. I didn't know what he wanted me to do. I had no idea, and it didn't really matter. And after my husband died, I told him, whatever you want me to do, Lord, just show me or put me in the right place. And the answer is yes. And I'll just wait. The answer is yes, whatever it is. I did not know um, Brother John well at all. My husband did. He admired him greatly, respected him, loved him. And I'd met Brother John a couple times over the years when he came to our churches to do financial freedom seminars. I knew him as a visiting pastor. <clears throat> but through a series of amazing and God-ordained events, he crossed our paths, he brought us together, and we're here today, and I am so grateful, so amazed. I will be forever amazed. I will be forever grateful for this great man. I know what a great man he is, and I know how blessed I am to get to be in his life. I will not ever take that for granted. I will be forever grateful for beautiful Bethel Morgan, and I know that she has an indelible imprint, her godly life, upon Brother John and upon every one of you, upon Sagemont, upon her own beautiful family, and I will always honor her. I'm so grateful, too, for the gift of your grace, the great gift of your love and grace for both of us. I told John that I get to have the overflow of the love that you have for him but you have been gracious to me already. I love you all. I'm so thankful for your every 
kind word, your every prayer, your every gift, everything that you are. And it is my deepest desire, my greatest honor to get to uh, serve alongside and to Brother John and to each one of you as our greatest desire is to reach people for Jesus Christ. All praise, all glory goes to him. Thank you, Kathy. I'm so blessed to have my only nephew sitting right here in front of me and his beautiful wife, April, and their son, Hagen. Um, David Morgan, my, my first cousin, was one of the 16 members that came over to start Sagemont. If you go look at your Sagemont storybook, Dr. Jim Hastings, that you made up for us, on page one, sitting on about the third row, is this, there was a little nine-year-old boy. Stand up, David. This is David Morgan. He's a little taller now than he was when he was nine years old. And he sat that morning in that service, and God began to move in his heart. And not only was he saved and then married a wonderful lady, a Catholic girl that was saved. And she just kind of changed her little theology a little bit, and they two became one. And this guy has literally brought thousands upon thousands of people to Jesus all over the world. And they've drawn in here tonight, uh, I've driven in here tonight from St. Augustine, or that's the right place? San Augustine, not saints. San Augustine. And Mary's by his side. Mary, just wave at us. Thank you all for being here. And uh, our families. And uh, <clears throat> all of you need to know this one thing before I sit down. I love you. I pray that our best days are ahead. I pray that God will just lead us to see the most incredible things happen with our student ministry as we look forward to what God does here, that we will have an opportunity, as Kathy said, uh, I got to do the financial freedom seminars for so many years, but what I pray will happen in the days to come, that the Sagemont student ministry, that Brother Emory Gad planted the seed, will be the greatest impact on students around the world in the coming decades. We desperately need folks to join our hearts and hands together and reach out and to touch this world for Jesus Christ. Jesus is coming soon. And if you would have driven around Texas with us like the last four days, you would have seen that those puddles are now lakes and those streams are now flooded rivers. And we don't know what another day holds, but we know that we love the Lord, we love each other, we love this church, we love our families, and we just want to let go and let God have his way. So thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. You're praying for us, but we're praying for you too every day that the best is yet to come. So thank you for all you have done to make this an incredible night for us. God bless you. We love God you. bless you, Pastor. Please remain here just for a moment. Uh, Brother John and Miss Kathy, we have one more thing. Brother Bill is bringing it out. We thank our wonderful Jesse McPeak for designing uh, for you a Texas-size card. It says, uh, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And then as we open it, we have two beautiful people. And your verses, 
of Scripture, the ones that are so meaningful to you are here. I know Brother John's favorite passage is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and Miss Nancy, here is your, uh, uh, here is 2 Corinthians chapter 2, 14 for you, and we didn't have opportunity, all of us, to sign it, so this is a collective greeting, wishing you love, joy, and peace from your Sagemont family. God bless you. We love you. Um, Sagemont Church family, uh, we have the privilege now of being presented uh, for the first time here at Sagemont with uh, Pastor and Mrs. John and Kathy Morgan. Please stand and let's celebrate them. Father, through Jesus the Son, and 